Guys, it's the Dip Podcast. We are back again. Better tell a friend. We got some fun stuff for you. Uh, starting off, we're going to do some quick introductions, and then we're going to talk to you about our very wonderful guest who you might, may have recognized from a now-hidden episode of the Dip <laughs> <laughs> Podcast. Um, let's go ahead and uh, introduce the people to who he is. First up. Oh. First up, that's your boy, Kevin, a.k.a. Atticus Hall, a.k.a. Lab the Rat, a.k.a. Back at it again. Sebi Sev, Cash Money, Sev the Savage. And, uh, you know, it's your boy Q coming through with that heat every single, well, not anymore, but <laughs> every other, I don't know, month or something, I don't know. Every episode. Every, every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, please introduce yourself. What's up, everyone? My name is Ken, also known as Kenji or Mizu. Depends on what you met me in my life cycle. But yeah, I go by Ken, make a lot of stuff, and I'm excited to share with you guys what's been going on. So, Yeah, we're so grateful to have you back. For sure. On the show. Uh, the last time that we spoke with you, we, you weren't doing all this crazy hustling you're doing these days. You're out here moving, pu- pushing, moving weight. What's going on? So I think the last time I was on, I was talking about being retired because I was kind of like what I was calling my unemployment process. Um, me and Kevin kind of mm-hmm. rode the retirement wave for a little bit. And, you know, it just meant like we had time to work on what we wanted to work on. So we went through our ups and downs working on different projects. But overall, what we realized is that when we stopped working with other people and just focused on our own stuff, that's when things start to really take off. Yeah. And I think that was kind of like the process of finding where your time needs to be spent most. And I think it's just like any business owner or artist's struggle is like, how do I make this a job or how do I make this an outlet where it can actually, you know, support me and pay for rent and shit, you know, because obviously we like doing stuff, but if it doesn't make money, it's like you can't, you know, there's going to be an, an end point at some point. So you got to kind of pivot, figure it out, but still do it because you love it kind of thing. Yeah. Big facts. Um, when did we do that? the last time when we had you on for the pod i feel like it was definitely yeah, when was that transition for you like when was that happening when you were kind of in that retirement <laughs> the retirement it? vibe um yeah. i don't know kevin do you remember was, was that, that april uh, like a year ago april yeah so like, just over a year post discords pre-pretzel <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah what a time yeah, like, <laughs> like, uh, like my <laughs> my timeline is just emojis yeah. like lot of like feeling good feeling bad <laughs> feeling good feeling like you know yeah. uh, truly a roller coaster of emotions yeah. um probably early last year I'm, i don't know i'd have to let's go see but like yeah but a year ago i would say and some change yeah the growth that you've had has just been like so cool to witness and see like just the the work too that goes behind it um you know i've been i've been keeping tabs and seeing the videos and i'm just like dude props (laughs) to this guy because i know what you know like editing i think a lot of people like they fall off of it because it's just so time consuming so it's like it's really hard to maintain. You have to, yeah, find the best workflows for whatever you're trying to achieve. And it definitely seems like you have that on lock. But I'm just like, I see you, I see the hustle and the grind. I'm just like, man, this guy, you're doing it. And it's just really cool to see. And I know that it takes a lot to keep up with that pace. And so it's just, it's cool. That it's a little witness and 
How has it been for you? Oh, yeah, so I guess um, oh, for, yeah, we'll talk for about our it. listeners, yeah. no, for, for our <laughs> listeners, just to get them uh, some context to what you do, because, um, you know, we're telling, yeah. let the people know kind of what you do or what kind of projects you're working on. For sure, yeah, so I go by I Can Do It Studio. It's my design studio, which also houses my brands called House and Vision. They both have different personalities but you know still me making it so it kind of has a similar crossover and my goal is to like have this creative outlet of brands where it can serve as like my I guess voice for the time because one of the things that I experienced at my other job was that as time went on the interest in the brand with everyone working on it kind of disappeared and it was just me like continuously trying to keep it going but when it becomes a job and and it becomes this like focus of just we need to keep things moving the passion and the care kind of leaves and it really shows in the designs and you know just the effort that you can see especially on the gram and like any social media like efforts that you make you can tell when the brand starts falling off a little bit you know yeah so after experiencing that i realized that if i just focus on making one brand maybe in like three years like i don't want to make graphics like this anymore you know and like i don't want to feel like i wasted three years versus if i stick to the studio as like my base i can always start a new brand Mm -hmm. and that could be my new thing Mm -hmm. and now i have people who support me anyway you know they don't care what it is as long as like they still fuck with me kind of thing yeah that's cool yeah so that was kind of like my i guess safeguard of like uh, conceptualizing the whole thing because i was doing more client work at first but i realized that with the client work i was just doing the same thing i was doing in my other job you know Mm -hmm. i'm still doing artist stuff which is cool but you know once you do a design project for somebody they don't need to design the next week Mm -hmm. so now you gotta go find another client right And the client hunting is like, it's tough. Like, yeah. you know, your network is your net worth, right? That's what they say. It's like, which I am grateful because I really don't reach out a lot. People come to me now, which is like, Maybe. you know, super grateful. Like, cause that's the hardest part. But it's just that I don't want to be the salesperson like that. Yeah. No one does. No artist enjoys the sales part, right? Yeah. We just want to make stuff. Yeah. But to make it a business, like you have to kind of do both. And it just depends on you on how you're going to, structure your business to let the work flow to you or like i don't know there's just this thing that i can't really explain it just kind of happens but when you when you see it you know what's going on Mm -hmm. and you kind of have to ride that wave to make sure that you don't miss out on opportunities Mm -hmm. so yeah i just started my brand and it's just been popping off on surprisingly etsy which is pretty hilarious (laughs) yeah because like the thing with etsy is like you know we at first, if I hear Etsy, I imagine like the craft mom, mm. the you know the bridesmaids, uh, like yeah. hats mm. and shit, <laughs> like, whiskey chillers, the super cheap whatevers, right? But then there are like a lot of craftspeople on there that like make leather goods with their hands, and like there's actually this um, at my other company, uh, we work with this uh, band called Motorhead. Uh, it's like this metal band from the UK. I think that's correct. <laughs> Don't call me. Um, but anyway, they, you know they're a very old band, um, very respected, and people make like fan art and mm-hmm. this company makes like these steel drum like grills out of the logo and they sell for like two thousand dollars or some shit it it looks really sick but you know it's like stuff like that is also on etsy so there is a market for like every price range yeah but i started it as kind of just like let's just see what happens yeah because like i don't want to sell my my nicer stuff on there because i feel like one etsy takes a lot of fees yeah so I'm like, I don't want them to take like fucking 10 bucks a shirt. You know, that's crazy. That's like all the margin. Um, and second of all, like I kind of wanted to direct people to my site. Be like, yeah, this is here, but you can also buy this on my site. You know, at least like have a little separation. Traffic, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of how it started. But for whatever reason, like the cheaper shirts, because I priced it pretty decently. I, like there's like this 
acid wash dye shirt with like one color print sell for 25 mm-hmm. which is like i think pretty competitive yeah um yeah. it's not the nicest garment but i was still you know i i wouldn't sell something that i would feel uncomfortable pricing it at yeah. and 25 to me is kind of like that if it gets fucked up it gets fucked up it's yeah. fine you know if it, if it was like 40 to 50 it's yeah. like it's gotta be nice yeah like 25 is like eh, i don't know yeah it's a little more the throwaway yeah. region um even though it does still last more than you know one wear mm-hmm. but so like those shirts have been doing really well on Etsy, uh-huh. um, and I just didn't want to go down the route of being like the festival guy yeah. merchandise because, like, I love music festivals, I love the music, mm. but like that's not what I want people to associate me with mm. because that's a hard hole to climb out of. Yeah. yeah. Um, just same thing with the experience that my other brand, Electric Family, yeah. was like. It's like the rave merch, the festival guys, you know, and like. Even though when you're in it, you think everyone knows about it. Once you're out of that circle, like no one knows what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so that's why, you know, like Kevin wears a lot of cool stuff. So I'm like, if this guy likes my stuff, that's awesome to yeah. see. Yeah. Might be just the friend supporting, but you know, hopefully yeah, the good. designs are all right. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so it's kind of like, it's nice to see like, you know, at, at, when I do a pop-up shop, there's always like, there's that All Saints shirt that has the Japanese All Saints in the back. Uh-huh. And every time I see someone wearing that, they come to my booth and buy something. Oh, that's so that's good to me because that's the demographic yeah. that I'm selling to. And I that's, love that. Yeah, I love that. So it's like, I mean, it's just kind of funny because my, my girlfriend vents with me and she's like, he has an All Saints shirt on. I was <laughs> like, he'll probably come here yeah. in the next 10 minutes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is All Saints like a Japanese brand? No, All Saints is like an American brand, but like, it's just like the association. Yeah, well, it's kind of like they started diving into the more like streetwear side of things because the only thing I knew All Saints for was like their leather jackets for women. Mm-hmm. It's like a pretty popular like $300 leather jacket. Yeah. So it's kind of like that higher end streetwear, but not street. I-, I don't know how to explain it, but. That's cool. That's the market that's kind of hitting and react. Yeah. Uh, resonating with your products and what you're creating. Have you. Did you. Like, have you always kind of been in product development or design? Or has that, like, and what kind of got you into design, yeah. I guess? Like, is that, would you say, your main thing? Yeah, so, I mean, I've been designing since I was, like, in middle school. I had a Photoshop 7 cracked, you know? That's how we all, that's how we all <laughs> yeah, learn. Same, yeah, um, yeah the, the classic. Now you can't because you got to pay the cloud. And turn off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> turn yeah, off the Wi-Fi. Dial up. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I've always liked this. I mean, I wasn't good at it, but mm-hmm. I always had an interest because mm-hmm. I love like. Do you guys remember Deviant Art? Yeah, yeah, like those cla- those crazy like fantasy like energy swirl looking mm-hmm. wallpapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. those like the abstract ones. Mm-hmm. I thought those were like, the coolest things, and I I could never figure out how to make those. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was diving into GoodTutorials.com. It was like one of the classic sites to learn from because there's no YouTube back then. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I mean, I made like a really crappy mock up of the shirt, like. I don't know, I think in high school it sucked. But, you know, we start somewhere. Exactly. And from that point on, like, you know, I always like making graphics. It wasn't really for anything, mm-hmm. but I just liked making it. Um, and I just thought it was not going to be a lucrative career. I didn't know I can, you know, make a life out of it. Mm-hmm. So kind of took the back seat, but I always had interest in it. So I always like occasionally get Photoshop and play with it for like a dabble. Couple yeah, dabble, yeah. close it, you know, uninstall. I come back yeah. two years later <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I would say that because of my job uh how long ago it was 2014 so i guess nine nine years ago um i started off as like a fulfillment guy the shipping man mm. um from an engineering job so it was like a yeah. very <laughs> yeah it was a critical moment yeah. in my life um mentally and also you know financially i mean granted like i was 23 24 so yeah. i didn't have any money anyway so it didn't fucking matter you know uh-huh. um so it was like a good 
I think I took the risk at the right time. And I mean, now I'm just super glad I did all this. Yeah. It's, it's like, we're doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think the job allowed me to do what I wanted to do because it was a small company. Mm -hmm. Give you flexibility. Yeah, very flexible. And like, because I was always willing to learn more and more because I was like, oh, I want to take photos. Yeah. And they just gave me the camera. And I was like, how do I use this? They're like, you got to figure it out. And I was like, I'll take product photos like with the worst lighting, like the big yellow light here, the yeah. natural light here. And then like, I'll take the picture and I'll be in Photoshop like, you know, color correcting this crazy yeah. photo, yeah. and that's actually what made me better. Yeah, was these shitty photos that I was taking. You gotta yeah. do more work. Yeah, I gotta do more work, and like my eyes start to like see like all the color differences and like the artifacts and the JPEGs and all this stuff. And I was like, wow, I'm learning. Yeah, yeah. he's learning so right. fast. And yeah, I just think naturally, like because I'm the kind of guy who wants to get better and better, like it's just progressed into this role where. Now I can design stuff and get it printed like next, so. next day, you know, or same day. So awesome. Yeah. I like that you're so aware of like not putting yourself in a box. It seems like that's been like a really big thing was the electric family. Like one of the first experiences where you learned that like, as I move forward, I definitely don't want to be like so boxed into like a specific thing. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you feel like just, I don't know, with the, like where you're going to take, like where you're at right now, the studio and like where it's going to go. Are you just open to all types of projects or, you know, like, any any particular direction or yeah i mean i want to grow my brands for sure mm -hmm. but i'm not like focusing on the brand to be like my main revenue driver because i because i just know that grind is like i mean you guys know you guys run a brand you know it's like it's tough because you make the collection you sell it and then you work on the next collection so the cash flow is always in and out like mm -hmm. you don't sit on profit for very long yeah so it's like really difficult you know yeah. um so i also do a lot of b2b so I do like wholesale to businesses or artists that they want to make like, you know, jerseys, t-shirts. I just broker the, the deal because they know that I can make it as good as it can possibly be. Yeah. Um, based on what I have. So, you know, it's like, yeah, they can go direct, but do you know how to make a tech pack? Yeah. You know how to talk to the vendor? It's like these little things that you don't think about because you go to Printful, you just upload a photo, you mm -hmm. know? But you get it, you're like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can't figure it out. You're like, and, oh, it, was <laughs> and it was expensive. Yeah. Or like, yeah, what is the other site called? Like Ink Lab or something, or Custom Ink. Custom. Yeah, the one with the octopus. The the ads that I see on YouTube every day, <laughs> like you know, like that shit. It's like it's cool for the the corporate, you know, yeah. group that needs to buy one of your shirts <laughs> or whatever. But if you're trying to make shirts that you want to sell for like forty bucks, it's yeah. like you need a little bit more attention yeah. to the details. So, yeah, I think. I was going to say, how's it been experimenting? Because I, I like that you share like so much information on your page and like different techniques and things that, you know, you found have like worked well or I just love that you share so much info. How's it been like for you, just like the trial and error of like these different yeah, techniques? And it's, I mean, it's good content, right? Mm -hmm. Because so when I was producing music, the hardest part was making the content to show you mu making music. Yeah. Because yeah. the reality of making music is not exciting exactly. to watch. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of clicking and dragging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's a Twitch stream of me making a hot single. Exactly. Yeah. You're in the same 30 seconds for five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fixing the, the EQ on the snare kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it's like that was very difficult to capture what I wanted to capture without it impacting the process mm -hmm. versus yeah. like when i press a shirt i just put up my tripod i just let the camera rip for like three minutes you know and then i'll do whatever i'm doing then i'll move yeah. the camera do another angle yeah. so it doesn't like hinder my yeah. workflow yeah and i think that's the whole thing with like content mm -hmm. and all this shit is like you can't have it being another thing you have to do mm -hmm. it has to work with what you're doing yeah. like a lot of 
um, cooking channels and stuff, right? They do the chop, 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 chop stuff. Yeah. That was actually where I got like kind of my ideas of like the fast cutting and just uh -huh. the ASMR kind of stuff. Yeah. Because uh, my girlfriend watches all the cooking videos yeah. and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, why not do it on a shirt? Yeah. Because like a shirt does take like, you know, yeah. 10 minutes to make. Like if I do the neck label, I have to like cut the whatever, you know, yeah. there are more steps to it. Sure. But no one cares about the loading parts. They just want to yeah. see you get there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Were you going to say something? Sorry. Oh, no. I was just saying like, <laughs> um, because with those cooking videos, they're like, yeah, like when you do cooking contact, it takes 10 times as long yeah. to cook the food, yeah. you know, because yeah. it, it you're, you're trying to get all these different angles. You're chopping like four onions when you should be only doing a quarter, yeah. all these other things. But I'm, I'm great. It's great to know that insight that you learn from that to apply to, you know, making your shirts because your shirts have ingredients, technically a cooking process, like, you know, but then you kind of, um, utilize that information and made it your own to like you know kind of showcase people where it could just be kind of like oh press and then that's it but it's dynamic yeah because i think it, it all happens in the first like second right yeah. like because i don't like to dwell on tiktok because like i don't want it to think i like a certain thing and that's I all know. i get yeah, yeah. so i skip really fast so i still get really random stuff and i think that's what kind of keeps my like I guess ideas pump in is because yeah. nothing is consistent. Yeah. So I see a lot of different things and I'm like, oh, I like this. I don't like this, yeah. you know? No. So yeah, I mean, it's it's all the attention grabbing because we're all trying to just consume as much as possible, yeah. you know? Hey, could, could you uh, talk a little bit closer to the mic? Oh yeah, sorry. You're good. Uh, Tazande. Wait, my question. <laughs> Go work Chocolate rain. So, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate. Yeah, I moved away from the mic to breathe. Well, I need to move closer to the mic. My bad, sorry. <laughs> um, so what was the motivation behind, because it's a very deliberate, decision to decide that you want to actually heat press and screen print everything yourself what was like the driver to getting to that decision because you you do a lot of things like yeah ken makes a lot of stuff himself <laughs> like everything is where he's made he made like yeah, everything like you eat shirt i can do that shop press <laughs> like does a lot of things so yeah what was the because that's a very intentional decision what yeah, you want to know the truth? I just hate waiting on people to do things. Yeah, that's I'm just like, I can't wait on you for two weeks to give me something. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to buy a fucking press. I'm going to figure out how to do this so I can get to what I need to get to faster. And that is literally like why I learned all this stuff is yeah. because like, it's fine if things take time because obviously like no one is, you know, embedded to you to give their time. Yeah. Like, oh, I need this now. You know, like yeah. I don't expect someone to do that. But if someone says, okay, you know, production is going to be done next week and it's not done. You're like, well, what, what's the deal? Like you said next Friday, but now you're going to give it to me on Wednesday, which is with shipping is going to be Thursday or yeah. Friday. So you just wasted a week of my time. Um, that's like a good case. Like there was a pretty extreme case of like a two month delay on a shirt. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's just, yeah. Cause like, especially when you're a smaller business, like your momentum is so important. You can't take breaks. If there's no cash flow yeah so unless you have another job which is totally you know fine like yeah. that that's why i had a job too was like to fund my mm -hmm. creative project mm -hmm. without having to think about investing surviving yeah because yeah, yeah. like honestly like i stopped buying stocks i stopped buying like everything pretty much to just go straight into business pay for my ads pay for my supplies equipment you know because that's like what i'm investing is like mm -hmm. in myself yeah and i think it's a lot of mind shift changing is like realizing that yeah you can invest in a stock and you know it, 
10% over whatever years, that's cool. Like, obviously I still have that too as like my safer bets. Mm -hmm. But like, if I'm trying to really make it and whatever that means, you know, to me, making it isn't like retiring on a beach or whatever. It's more like you get to do what you want every single day without worrying about the bills, right? Like that is very ideal. Yeah. And that's what I've been pushing towards. Um, And that was actually why I quit my job was because I had enough support on my sales to pay for like pretty much all my expenses. That's dope. Yeah. So it's like, you know, my net's zero, but I'm netting zero doing what I love. Yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy as fuck to to get to that point. So, you know, it's like everything from this point on is hopefully positive that I can save and whatever. But that's why I take those other projects like the B2Bs because those are like just straight profit. Yeah. So I think it's like mixing between what I actually love doing and like what I don't mind doing for the people that I like. And it kind of just works out together that way. Very dope. Yeah. How is it like, uh, do you, are you able to like strengthen those relationships too? Like working with certain clients, like do you feel like you would do collaborations or is it just like... Are there certain, you know, people where you're just like, that was like really cool. I'd like to continue working with them or nice. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Cause I don't do stuff expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. Like I, I used to give out a lot of my hats to people, like if they like house music. Um, and what would happen is like one out of maybe five. So that's like, well, that's 20%, right? My math is terrible now, but you know, yeah, like probably one to five, like someone will uh, reference me to someone saying like, oh, this guy makes these hats and then I'll get like a wholesale order from it. Nice. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of do like this good faith thing. You know, it's just like, I like you and you're cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people appreciate that too. Sure. And then eventually they might even buy something yeah. that's way more than what I gave them, you yeah. know, but I don't expect these turnarounds. It's more just like here, yeah, this is for you. You know, you do whatever you want with it. And similar to like the collaborations and the wholesale work is like, Yes, I would love for it to turn into more, mm-hmm. but I don't want to bank on that, thinking that's going to be the next thing coming in. I always want to pretend like I have nothing mm. so that I stay like aware, yeah. you know, because I don't know. It's 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 still something that I'm trying to learn bet- to get better at is feeling okay with the uncertainty for like a couple weeks. Because yeah. <laughs> like a couple weeks is not a lot of time, but when you're living in like this pure, like self-sufficient life, those days are so much longer, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're not dreaming while you're working to do what you want at nighttime yeah. cause you're doing it all day long. Yeah. So like, let's say like, you know, if I have a really off day and I have like two sales for like 80 bucks, right. I run 30 bucks a day on ads. Mm-hmm. So after cost of goods, it's like, I probably made like $10, you know? Mm-hmm. So like those days used to freak me out more, mm-hmm. but now because I have those paddings, it's like, I, I can kind of ignore it. And mm-hmm. mentally it, it helps me to just look past that and be like, okay, you know, tomorrow's a new day yeah um it's gonna be fine like yeah. don't don't just trip you out mm-hmm. like enjoy the trip yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah so that being said like yeah i would love to collab with some of these artists that i do the wholesale for but i also want to make sure that it makes sense with their brand and my brand because yeah. that is very important for a lot of people yeah. and i think like that's kind of how you start setting yourself apart yeah you know? have you do you do your own ads too like you manage your ads yeah how uh, was getting into that? Was it the ads, the ad life? Game, yeah. Well, luckily, I have some amazing friends who have high marketing jobs awesome. that have experience and they like kind of help me get set up. Nice. But from that point on, it's like it was kind of up to me to optimize it and figure things out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because that's a whole different ball game too. Yeah. And 
it's different. You know, when you, when you work for a company and someone's like, the ad budget is 500 bucks, you're like, all right, let's plug it in. You're, you're yeah. good. But when it's 500 <laughs> bucks stressing. of your own money, you're like, why is this not doing anything? Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. turn it off, you know? I was like, I'll maybe push it over here. No, just do it over here. Yeah. I think in general, it's like when it's your own money, like the, the seriousness just changes in your head. Yeah. The yeah. loss hurts more. <laughs> the loss hurts a lot more. So. Yeah, I do do it myself, but when things get kind of like, when I see the uh, ROAS kind of dropping, I hit up my friend. I'm like, yo, can you take a look at this real quick? And I send him shirts, you know? Yeah, so, that's really cool. Yeah. Damn, talk about having a network and how much that really helps. Like, yeah, definitely. So you just said, what is it? Network is net worth, right? Yeah. Right. So like just, so many times like people, you know, you, you never know where like someone might help out or like, or introduce you to another person. Like, oh, you got to talk to this guy yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But that's, that's great that they, you know, that you're such a close friend that they're willing to help you out and kind of like they believe in you and they know that like their time isn't like wasted if they like you know invest a little bit to like get you up to speed because not everyone's like the best at everything you know because you're going from making clothes and making content and then like writing your ads so running your business damn that's a lot and then i don't know how long have you been doing this other part but it's like what's the, the the new part of licensing and consulting oh yeah i mean that's yeah. just yeah that's like another thing that so a lot of these like link and bio apps they have like some of them are just straight up like you know link tree kind of stuff yeah some of them uh, i use this one called koji.app because it has like modules built into it so there's like an affiliate affiliate link section there's like a uh download to pay for a file section like mm -hmm. you can kind of have like a little shop within it, okay. which I thought was pretty cool. They take 5%, which is kind of a lot, but you know, it's like the fact that I don't have to do any coding and it's already available. Yeah. You know, you gotta kind of pay the, the price for that convenience. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like rigging in, you know, hella money. It's like yeah. a couple hundred bucks maybe, you know? Yeah. But the consulting thing is cool because I've always wanted to consult um, just to give advice, especially to like newer people, I think, because I think someone who wants to learn this like craft, mm -hmm it's very intimidating because I always like to relate it to music production because music is kind of where it all started for me. Like, you know, you learn how to play or how to, I guess, yeah, you can play an instrument, you can learn how to produce, you know, they're kind of unrelated, but eventually you can kind of fuse it together. But once you have the music ready, now you got to get it like mastered and mixed down and all this shit. And then after that, oh, now you need a cover art. Okay. And now people are like, oh, now you need a video. Yeah. So now you got to make that video. And then now you got to figure out how to distribute it. So you got to go on DistroKid and all these like, you know, logistical things and get an email list. And you're just like, holy shit. I just, yeah, I just wanted to going. make music. What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Times change. The business. The, the business part. Yeah. And like, I just want people to understand from the start that like, it's a lot to take in, yeah. but you just got to do the first part purely because you love to do it. Mm. And then the business things will start to kind of fall into place as you get to that point where you're like, okay, this is actually a feasible thing that I want to turn into a business. Mm -hmm. Because the, the issue is like, when your passion becomes a job, the enjoyment starts going down significantly, mm. you know? And that's why a lot of people like, even me, you know, I produced for like seven years and my interests just started dropping. Like I loved making music. Like every day I was on Ableton, I'll make at least, you know, something every single day, but slowly and surely it's like, oh, now I'm on Blender more, After Effects more, cause yeah. it's kind of taking away that pain of like, yeah. you know, not being noticed for so long. And I mean, it helped me cause it got my skills up in the yeah. other crafts, you know? But the music part started going down. So I just think like being realistic with these people be like, you know, you don't have to make money off of this. You can just do it because you love it. 
And that's the example I'm trying to put forward. That's why I don't talk about a lot of money stuff on my channel mm -hmm. because I actually just did an Etsy breakdown for the first time, just saying like, oh, yeah. you sell $3 shirt, yeah. you know, $6 cogs, you get 16 bucks in profit kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like my first kind of showing a little bit of dollar signs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because like, I also think it is important to show a little bit that, yeah, I actually do sell my stuff yeah. too. I'm not just talking about shit. Yeah, <laughs> I think when you were doing the Etsy, it was more of like an education of like, hey, like, it would benefit you if you made your own website rather than selling on Etsy. Like you were uh, extrapolating like, oh, there's like a $2 margin and over like a hundred sales, it's like two grand. Yeah. And then you were saying like, that's something that you could put to something else. Mm -hmm. If you just take a little bit of time and kind of make your own website, like these margins matter, yeah. you know? And then over the lifetime of a product or, or whatnot, like those are extra shirts, those are extra like, you know, screen printing, you know, just, any, anything's possible with just a little bit of extra money, but I think it's great that you're like looking out for the other like people who are just coming up about like where the margins are. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot to take in, you know, because people are like, oh, this materials cost $4. Why is your shirt so expensive? But yeah. it's like, well, have you tried to buy just one blank before? Yeah. It's, it's not $4. Yeah. I'll tell you that. It's yeah. like fucking 20 bucks yeah. for the shipping. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're going to make one sample. It's like, that's like 150 bucks if it's screen printed. So people don't realize it and it's fine, but. I'm just trying to be like the voice of the people, but also kind of keep it realistic, yeah. obviously, but also give more hope that like, I'm just a normal dude that likes stuff and I just did it and just never gave up, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You can do it too. You can do it. I can yeah. do it. Yeah. The studio. Yeah, that's good. It's interesting. I remember one time where your mentor, uh, Wally, was talking about this, like, it's just fucking hard. It's just, oh, he, things just, yeah. it takes hard work and, oh. The more you get into the grind, the more like things are achievable and possible. It's just you have to be willing to put in the work and and you have to like constantly learn. Mm -hmm. And the industries, whatever it is, are always changing, especially now I feel like with like AI and all this stuff. So it's like it's it could seem overwhelming, but yeah, like if you love to do it and the passion is there, then just keep reminding yourself that and just like take it a day at a time and continue learning. Cause I think like even with us and our brand we could have quit and we would have never seen some of the things we were able to have seen. And we've learned so much and, you know, we just had a shoot yesterday and it was like really organized, like the most organized wow. it's been. And it's like, we have like printouts and all this stuff for the models. And it's just, I don't know if we've ever, you know, would have, it's just cool being able to like allow yourself to get to those points, to have those experiences. And like, you know, you just have to like stick with it and keep learning. I think the learning thing is like, a huge saying it's like you can't just i don't think you can just like well maybe you can but like just create and like put stuff out there i think you have to always like yeah improve in whatever craft or industry it is and the more you learn the more you earn exactly that's also it it feels my yeah. old dude said <laughs> he had like five or six failed businesses and he was on his like sixth business when he realized it's just that fucking hard. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just that fucking yeah, it hard. Is. Yeah, it got the power through. For sure. Because, like, I mean, at like, I don't think in any capacity I've, like, made it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's like, I'm still very much, like, pushing Random. pushing, yeah. and putting in hours. Like, if not more than ever, you yeah. know? Mm -hmm. But it's a little bit more focused now because I can kind of see where it's all going versus we're just kind of shooting in the beginning. It's like... Into the void. The <laughs> void. The, the social media <laughs> void. Uh, you know, you kind of don't know what it, the purpose is. So, is anyone out there? Is, is, it, is, it, what, is anyone like <laughs> who's, who's liking these? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Get away, sex bots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. too many sex bots. Yeah. <laughs> They're my only fans. Yeah, bro. yeah. <laughs> also, the challenge will never come down to you. You got to go up to meet the challenge. Uh, yeah. Follow up. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say, like, you know, you guys, like, like the, the two shirts you have on right now, you know, that's a testament of your, like, willingness to never give up on this project. Yeah. And you would have never thought you would make that, like, exactly. six years ago, you know? Exactly. So that's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because I think the times have just changed. I remember being, like, in my early 20s, like, looking at, like, how do we get this, like, custom, you know, custom products made? And the, you know, the minimum orders, the MOQs are just, like, everything was just so expensive. But I feel like now there's, like, there's more platforms available. There's way more, like, companies that are trying to, like, they see the need or they, they see, want the they want the business and they're making it happen. There's yeah. just so many more options now to find manufacturers that like more affordable prices or companies. And I just think like, I never would have like found this manufacturer. Like I never would have, you know, I just think the timing too, like timing yeah. is like a weird little sprinkle of the universe that like kind of matters, I think access to information now is like there's a lot more because back in the day it was just t-shirtforums.com is like where i learned about like a bunch of shit and that was like it like johnny cupcakes a couple of brands would mm -hmm. hop in there and post in there but it's pretty much was like how i learned to set up the business and like where to get how to do everything t-shirtforums.com shout shout out to them are they still probably. around yeah you can probably yeah. it's still active the forums yeah <laughs> the forums but that was like the only resource but yeah now there's like just tons of resources yeah and you're one of them now yeah. oh sweet you provide yeah. a lot of valuable information <laughs> exactly. like he's putting go follow ken he's yeah. putting out free game where can people follow you at uh, i can do it dos studio on all platforms there we go so yeah, get me on that YouTube. I'm trying to get to at least a thousand before I start making the long-term oh, videos yeah. because it's like I gotta make sure that you know I don't get five views after putting in two yeah. weeks into a video. YouTube Shorts, start putting your thing. I am. I actually am on the Shorts. Yeah. How does that feel like compared to Instagram Reels? Is it? Uh, you know, I feel back to where it all started, where yeah. where no one watches it, kind yeah. of thing. Um, but I do think it's a it's a long play game kind of thing because there'll be the occasional like two thousand views yeah. and then like four. Yeah. 26 yeah. and then like 1.6 you know it's like it's all fucking random yeah because you you're saying that um when we went we to the licensing expo how like all of a sudden like one hit and then everyone started looking at your previous videos and then the numbers started increasing oh yeah you know so it's like it just takes kind of like um the spark to like ignite the rest of your stockpile yeah because they're like oh this is good yeah let me go back to this one let me like what else does that is have? very interesting you actually know? yeah it's like finding a new artist yeah, and then I mean, you're just like who is this artist and then you start like looking like, all into the, where does it come from that? like you it's know how story. like you go down other people's like the content wormholes yeah you are a wormhole you're creating your own you're like oh well i have all of this yeah. you know this like breath of uh work and knowledge and subject matter that like if someone's interested in yeah. they'll like go and see like i i know recently you did like a three-part series about how you make your silk screens and your heat press and i was like what you just order these <laughs> i was like i was amazed because i was like because i've always wondered i was like well he does these like these like puff like um like vision and like all, all the other ones but then there's also the very complex like skull yeah and other ones are like classes of transfers how, how did you do that and he's like oh you just go to this one place called tk i was like but I was like, that's crazy yeah. because then it makes it so people, you know, like how you're saying, like, I can get this done by myself mm -hmm. if you have, you know, the equipment yeah. and then the, the, the technical, uh, uh, 
know how to like apply yourself and that's like great because you know they just fall into this like wormhole of education empowering that's real value you yeah. give it people value yeah, every game well that's what i'm trying to do is like i want to make sure that if someone watches my video they take away something like you know kevin who wants to learn but doesn't know where to start <laughs> then it's like here's a sheet that you just press and you're like what that was a fucking press yeah. you know yeah because uh like uh what is it Cause you have that shirt actually i do have this one yeah. yep uh, but i always wondered i was like uh, because in my mind, it just, I was like, you don't have a silk screen machine. So how you, I'm like, done. <laughs> then are you ordering like these, like these, these vision shirts for from like a different place? But then you're like, I don't like the weight on them. So I was like, I didn't know how it was done. So it was like a magic trick. And then he's like, well, you see now, $9.95, you get the Spengali magic set. Like, oh, you order PO box. Here's my money. Right. But like, yeah, like adding value, just like, it was interesting to me because I was like, I didn't even know that existed. And then, you know, like I, I make like the hoppy coats and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, I can just get one of those. But hey, Ken, yeah. and yeah. I got this piece of fabric. Can you yeah. make sure you use my link in bio? <laughs> I need, need a little kickback. <laughs> Affiliate links. Affiliate links. Nice. I mean, that's actually though, but <laughs> what's been something, um, Maybe a surprise lesson that you learned on this journey or something that you didn't expect that kind of surprised you as you um, continue to develop. Yeah, I mean, I think the social media stuff is probably the biggest eye opener right mm -hmm. now because, um, you know, I was at like there's a video that I think I made like two months ago about how I went from 700 to 4000 and now I'm at like 12.7 or some shit. And I'm just like, how does this happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, OK, to be 100% honest, like it was cool when I was climbing to like that 10k mark or like 8k or whatever oh, yeah. but after like a certain point i was just like i don't really care as much anymore yeah, yeah. and i think it, it's like we all think or at least i used to think like oh, if i get to this number you know it's gonna start popping off yeah. but like it really doesn't it just adds more work because <laughs> not because <laughs> no, no i mean for real because it's like now i feel like i can't really stop posting because because yeah. i'm in this like you know i mean the machine's got content me. dungeon yeah the, the dungeons like you gotta yeah. pump it out because what happens once they stop you know because yeah. i see all these pages from like i don't know because like you know the instagram model era and then there was like the influencer era and now it's kind of like the affiliate era i the think affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. yeah, like the, oh, the six second videos where it's it says like user generated content. Exactly. Yeah. Or like, oh, type this and I'll give you a free oh, PDF kind of shit. Because there's like bots that do mm. that. Yeah. So when you see a channel that does that, it's because when you drop a, a keyword, it triggers this bot, which is like, I think it's authorized by Meta. So it doesn't like fuck up your account. Yeah. But it basically automatically sends a DM to that person saying like, hey, thanks for your interest. Here's that link that you wanted. So you just can automate that. And I thought about doing that, but I was like, yeah. it kind of loses the human element of yeah, yeah. like, cause like I'm not a, I'm not a company. I'm a person that runs yeah. a business mm -hmm. and I still want it to feel like I'm a person, yeah. you know, yeah. so even though, yeah, that'll make my life a thousand times easier. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I, I want to struggle and yeah. let people know I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so people are like, this guy cares, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know. I feel like you, you, people would like believe in you more exactly. knowing yeah. that. Yeah. And because it is just so easy to like have these programs and things do all the hard work for us. But it is interesting to feel like, I feel like the way that like the direction that we're all like going with like social media and stuff uh, or just like being on the internet, uh, it, it's like, it's 
it's kind of weird. We're getting more and more efficient, but we're like losing more and more touch. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the handcraft, like the handcrafted goods or anything yeah. like that takes a little, you know, more time is like more appreciated to a degree. It has a stronger like following of like, you know, genuine. It's organic versus GMO. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it always goes always, back to that. Uh, there will always be a market for organic. You, you go too far to like the mass produce. You're like, oh, I want to bring it back. I want, I want to know the name of the guy who made my belt. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, what was the name of this cow that I'm eating? Please. <laughs> oh yeah. I need to know. <laughs> it's like you know, just. But I think that's like our hunger for like knowledge and kind of relationships because I think in this like data-driven social media world, we're kind of we're so connected. But we're also very distant. Yeah. You know? It's weird. Like, oh, I'm just going to blast all my followers like an invitation and like three people show up. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, uh, I was at a thing with Anna Akana and she was saying how like this one person had like 100,000 Instagram followers, couldn't sell out a venue. Yeah. You I know? That a lot. And it's just because they're just out of touch. Mm -hmm. You know? They want someone to be like, hey, like, are you going to this? And yeah. all those other things that nice human touch because mm -hmm. we're kind of out of. Touch. It's interesting, yeah. yeah. How do you feel like with the the chasing the content thing? Because like I've been in that loop. Even I'd say when we were pushing pod episodes out every week, and I was oh, yeah. trying to come up with like eight clips, and then editing the episodes, like two hour episodes, and just through the pandemic, it's like. And then that's just one business. Well, then we were trying to do like you know Constant food show. It was awesome. Yeah. Like in a way, it was awesome because you're just like, man, if I if I had a, a team, if we had the money to hire a team to do this for us, it could totally be manageable. But anyways, how do you feel about just you know when you're in it and you you feel like there that need to kind of always produce something? Like is that overwhelming? Do you take breaks for yourself? Like how do you deal with it? Yeah, I mean it it is overwhelming. Um, but I'm a very like schedule driven person. So if I know I have to do it, like I'm gonna carve out time to do it. Um I've been getting better at identifying like what parts of the day I'm better at certain tasks. Like for example, like all my email web stuff is all daytime work. I usually just create at nighttime like designing because my brain just like likes to work when it's dark outside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Feel that energy. Yeah. Um but similar to the videos, like I'll start thinking about the videos probably around like noon or something like that. And if I have enough clips that I can kind of cycle through, I would just start thinking about, okay, what, I, what should I talk about today? And like I have a notion uh, yeah. page that just has a bunch of like ideas that I write out whenever I think of something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just kind of go through it. And if not, I just browse IG until I see someone else that posts something similar. I'm like, I'm just going to rip this shit. Like, yeah. like the topics yeah, yeah, yeah. or the the structure mm -hmm. and just throw my own topics in it yes. because like I don't use I don't want to say I don't use templates because you can also do that too um, when someone enables templates you can kind of like oh, yeah. I don't know how it works like on the technical side but I think it just clips at the same timing or something it's just like that it'll take uh, it'll take the markers of like uh, how long each clip it right each where clip it is yeah and then it'll be like oh like just put in a put in a video here put in a video here and trim it down to like that like three seconds or those like partial decimal okay. seconds. Is this so through like an app? This is through Instagram. Yeah, straight, yeah. some of oh. the posts at the bottom left, it says uh, yeah. use template or something. I never knew that. So like yeah. if you pick a very popular song, you could just throw in your clips to like it's on beat, you know, okay. like the, the quick transitions yeah. and stuff. So it makes it super easy to just take that same song and have those same transitions for your content. Gotcha. Right, without having to like, because like for instance the last two like reels i've made 
I've been like using the little slider and like, you know, all this stuff. And then after it's like, oh, want to use Kevin's tablet? I'm like, <laughs> all right, make, make, make. Can you make it private or is it? I think you can turn it off. Yeah, actually. you can, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. it's just like, but it's like, oh, it's just like it, you have to be the, f you, you have to be the first astronaut in space, you know, the first yeah. monkey that's just <laughs> to make it good for everyone else. And then, and then after, but then, you know, the really popular songs you could just utilize quickly because it has the algorithm working for you and then you just, just drag and drop. You just plug and play, yeah. you know, interesting. So crazy. You know, Are you messing with this AI stuff for your business? Um, I was experimenting a lot in the beginning. Uh, I mean, chat GPT, obviously. I don't like the art stuff. I don't know. It just makes me feel weird, to be honest. Yeah, mid journeys. Like, it's, it's very interesting and I think it's cool, but I don't feel comfortable using it because I still think like, because I don't draw, right? I'm, a, I'm not an illustrator. I'm like graphic designer. So I use like a lot of images that are royalty free or a lot of 3D models. I like 3D models because you can change the angles and the lighting. Mm. So if I want sharpness uh, or like contrast, I can mm -hmm. just move yeah. the sun yeah. and stuff. <laughs> the artificial sun and blender, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's it's actually uh, one of my secrets is like the blender shit. Uh, because when you print it, it's 2D anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. So you can easily crop on corners and just cut it out. So, sorry, I totally forgot what you asked me. <laughs> my brain just like shunned space. I was asking uh, if you're using oh, AI, AI, or AI. Like any type of those tools. Yeah, so I was using ChatGPT to generate like mm -hmm. captions and stuff, mm -hmm. but honestly, like I think it's because I don't pay for the four. Like it all starts sounding the same after yeah. a while, and it's like damn robot. Yeah, the robots, man. <laughs> and like I swear, I go to these people on LinkedIn, they're like AI, you know, Expert. prompts experts, and I'm like, Scam okay, and I, and I read it, I'm like, okay, write this in the tone of a creative director for this company, okay. but I'm like. It, it always comes out the fucking same. <laughs> so is it because I don't pay for the four? You know, like yeah. the difference. Um, so I stopped using it because it's oh, like yeah. you, the, the tone. It's like it throws the emojis and it's like, yeah. hey, enthusiast crafter. You know, it's like yeah. I'm like I don't fucking talk like that. Yeah. It takes more time for me to fix it. <laughs> it's like I don't. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> hey, fellow kids. Yeah. No, that's literally what it sounds like. And I'm like, I hey, want to edit this. So I literally just write everything from scratch now. Um, because I already kind of know my format in my head sure. and I've explored the slideshow one. I didn't like it. Um, I just think as someone who has made so many things and like likes the customizability of having the free form, I don't like the AI that kind of puts you in a box mm -hmm. versus like someone who doesn't know how to, how to make something. It, it gives you this great template to start from, yeah. which I think is good for them. But mm. I'm worried about the repercussions of like where this is going because like what if they wanted to actually make something in Photoshop? Like yeah. they're not going to really have that skill set because yep. you can't just pick that up from AI generated stuff, you know? Yeah. So facts. Interesting huh? facts. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, have you guys messed with AI stuff? Um, no. Savannah was learning mid journey. Getting, I was just playing prompt. around with it. Yeah, just putting in prompts, seeing like what it would create. And that was pretty much like the extent of it. Um, I think like in Photoshop, there's like all these new AI degenerative filters. Actually, stuff. you're right. Yeah, let me take that back. I use that. I yeah, use that. That's pretty helpful. That's oh, probably yeah. more helpful than like Midjourney ever was on it, especially like, you know. Generative fill? What's that? Basically, yeah. It's like it can say you have an image yeah. and, you know, there's like just so much you could do. How do, how do you even explain it? It's like a magic. You you select an area of an image and it will generate 
what a prop that you give it or it'll remove or are you talking about generator fill where it'll like remove a person like like if you're if you're doing like wedding photos it's like oh we're by the (laughs) well if we're by the eiffel tower it's like remove all the crowd yeah and then it's just those two and then the Eiffel Tower, it, it looks perfect. Exactly. On Instagram? On Photoshop. Oh, on Photoshop, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they'll, they'll do that, that too. That beta. Yeah. yeah. You can put hair on someone that doesn't have hair, yeah. jewelry. You can give them abs, like just selecting the area and just put, it just kind of creates it. It's pretty good. Adobe, give me abs. But, you know? <laughs> yeah. in, in real life. <laughs> Not in the photo. <laughs> How, tattoos, you could do that. Like I've made a friend who works at Adobe and there's this new program called Firefly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. yeah, that's you could change like the the okay. the weather in the photo. That's like, interesting. Too. Mm, interesting. Just with the prompts. Yeah. It's like the AI prompt. So it's like, oh, like you know, I, I want it to be a little cloudy. Adjust this. Mm-hmm. Do all these things. And I'm like, oh, I'm like interested. Yeah. So that's gonna be get pretty crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's probably mostly what I use if I yeah mess around with it. Yeah, so like you mentioned earlier, like your algorithms and like, you know, just all the content out there. Um, how do you navigate filtering the, the content that you like consume? And like, do you, you know, organize it in any way? Or are you like, I should organize it. <laughs> you, I've been doing that. It's been such a game changer. So like, you know. No, I don't organize anything. Uh, mine is literally just files on my phone, and I'm always like, I need to put this in a folder and then try to, like, you know, timestamp it, but yeah. it's just a mess. Um, it, it's I think it's because I try to just work off of something new every single time, which is not, not necessarily the best method. Like, they always say recycle and re- reuse what you already have because that way it's kind of, like, less work. Because, like, not every single person is going to see what you post, right? Yeah. Because I could literally make the exact same, like, video concept with just different clips. Yeah. Most likely, no one will be like, this is what you posted yesterday, you know? No one's going to say that. It's more like a personal thing. It's like, I don't want it to feel like it's the same topic. But I do kind of, like, just wing it every single day, like, off of clips that I've saved on my phone. So, yeah, it's, it's all over the place. I need to organize that. Dude, it's been helpful for me. Like, I mostly, I'm not on TikTok as much. I don't know if they have, like, a similar feature as Instagram. But on Instagram, you know, you can, like, save a post, right? Well, I guess it's, like, Pinterest. You can put it in boards. Mm. So for Instagram, what I do is, like, if I, like, um like a creative ad i'll have like a folder and it's like creative inspo and i just like as soon as i see it i'm filtering in there if i see like i'm i really want to make like a cool vest so and if i see any type of vest that has any bit of something that i like of it i'll throw it in my vest folder shoes pants like i have so many now and i'm just filtering all the things anytime i see something like i like that i'm gonna just like save it and when it comes time to like use it or think oh why did i like this i'm like i just go right to this and i'm like boom 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 i have all this organized and like the more the of a habit that i've gotten yeah the more that i built out of it uh the easier it is to just i'm like i have so many like folders now and it's like i I highly recommend that for anybody who's like trying to you know create something or interested in something it could even be i have like a folder it's like life hacks or like shopping now because there's like so many dumb things that like are cool but i wouldn't i don't know if i would buy it but i yeah. It's there yeah, yeah. just in case you it's know. there just in case i'm like <laughs> that late night on amazon exactly. what skill set have you developed that you think has been the most helpful for your journey like for her she's talking about like organizing has been helpful for her most recently is there like a particular like skill set like time management or something like that that's like 
been the most pivotal, I guess you could say. Honestly, I, I think it's more business related because I've always been really good at time management because I was engineering. So it's like I had to, you know, ride or die every single day, yeah. sleep on campus and shit. It was nuts. Um, Kevin knows. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think just being more open to like being the sales guy, I think. Um, actually, Kevin has helped me a lot with this because, you know, he is very extroverted. This guy can talk to anyone, anywhere. And I'm always just standing there like, damn, this guy, <laughs> he, he knows. Yeah. He knows something that I don't. And I, and I really respect him for that. And I think, like, that was a part of me that was kind of lacking is because I like to be the quiet artist that just creates and, you know, hopes that people will be like, oh, that's cool. You know, let me talk to you. But yeah. in reality, it's like there's plenty of people like that. So you have to be seen. You have to be heard. And putting yourself out there, whether it's like, you know, doing a podcast with, with your friends or like a company or whatever, it's like, it's good to say yes to these opportunities that you're not comfortable with because that's when you really start growing. You know, if you're just doing what you're good at, it's like, yeah, it's comfortable, but you're not really pushing yourself. And like, for example, we went to the uh, licensing expo in Vegas and we were just chopping it up with like <laughs> Namco, Crunchyroll, Pokemon, <laughs> Nintendo. Like we know we had zero chance of getting anything, but we were like, yeah, what can we do? You know, we're just yeah. like yeah. trying to Shimmy talk shot. to talk. Why yeah. not? You know? Well, <laughs> let me, or what is it? Do you want to tell the story of the Pokemon? No, yeah, you can tell the story. Uh, yeah. or, no, you tell it because it's just me bragging about myself. If that's, that's, what, was it the one where you got the, the secret email? Yeah. The uh, world, like, basically, there were, it's Pokemon, right? So you have to set up appointments. And, like, for things like Nintendo and Pokemon and Crunchyroll, they're like, oh, we're all booked up. Yeah. We, we don't have anything, right? And then I was like, uh, I was just thinking out loud to him. I was like, well, that sucks. You know, she's like, do you want a snack or something? And I'm like, yeah, let me, what kind of snacks you got there? You got, you, got, you got rare candies back there? You got ATMs, HMs? I was just, I was running my mouth. Yeah. And then she comes back with like Reese's peanut butter cups. And goes, here he goes. I'm like, oh, so you're trying to kill me now. Uh, she's like, what, 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 do you, what do you mean? Like, like I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm allergic to peanuts. She's like, what about this? It has cashews in it. I'm like, that's a nut too. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, I don't, well, I don't know how to tell you these are from the same family. You know, they're like the same Pokemon that'll kill me. Yeah. And, and then she's like, she's She's like, okay, let me let me get you something else. So she brings me back something chocolate and gives him some stuff, some stuff. And then we're just like, can we get like a business card? Uh, and then she's like, oh, oh, I have something for you. She pulls out this like laundry list of emails, of just like the whole resource directory of who's done like like Pokemon like collaboration stuff, and just gives it to us. Wow. And it's just like, it's like, oh, you, you guys uh, follow up on those and just tell them that we do. It was better than like a meeting because we, we had a couple meetings and they were kind of just like yeah. really routine. But just being very open and just like, you know, willing to talk with people like yeah. uh, once again, that human element mm -hmm. really like benefited us, yeah. you know. And then another thing was that we because we're, we're both Japanese, we would go to like the Japanese like IPs. And then as soon as Ken would start speaking Japanese, they were just immediately like, oh, <laughs> yeah, the, the secret yeah. sheet comes out, you know, <laughs> they introduce you to Mr. Satoshi. They were they were so stoked. Up. Uh -huh. And then like they just it just gravitated. But it was like once again, like as Ken says, is we didn't know anybody there. We were just putting ourselves out and seeing what hit, you know. And some of them were like really bad interactions. Like that one girl, she's she's literally like trying to scan my badge while talking to another person. Yeah, yeah, and, she didn't give a shit. And I, I looked at him <laughs> just like this is like so corporate. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's um, a weird vibe. But yeah, yeah like how, how Ken says this is like pushing yourself and putting yourself out there because that's ultimately growing. Yeah. Right?
it's like the more self-aware you are the more you know like what your strengths are and like what are things you can like improve on and then it's mm -hmm. up to you to decide like how you want to like do you want to improve on it or are you just gonna like be scared yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sit in that you know that comfort yeah have you been reading any like business books or utilizing any resources like that I honestly don't read anything. Oh, really? <laughs> no, I just do shit. I don't yeah, know. I just do yeah. Shit. I just go on Reddit. I talk to Kevin and I oh. go to Expos and that's pretty much it. Oh, well, it's working. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I did buy a, a licensing book though. Um, like oh, the week yeah. before we oh, went nice. to the, I was like trying to speed read it, but I was like, this is so dry and like, yeah. we'll figure it out. Yeah, Cause like I sent him the link. I was like, Hey, do you want to go to this? He's like, actually I was thinking about it. He's like, well, what, what are you going to do? I'm like, I just want to talk to the people. <laughs> Right, because it's like expo level like yeah. mar marketing and yeah. just like talking. Is that where like Palace gets the Dragon Ball Z? Like, is that that type? That's of kind of the the mecca of like yeah. where the corporations and businesses like shake hands and they're like, all right, let's do the the collabs. You know, yeah. they're mostly just licensing deals. Yeah. I think they're not actually collaborations. Yeah. But to the naked eye, it seems like a collab. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which is like a whole different subject. Yeah. But that's been happening so much more the past like I don't know couple of years even just like the li licensing thing like, like everybody yeah like the hundreds everyone has like yeah. some type it, of like it's because people are running out of ideas yeah, it's yeah. like how movies are all the same sequel mm -hmm. yeah. or like remakes mm -hmm. people just can't think of shit anymore because i feel like there's so much risk now to mm -hmm. make something brand new yeah so i don't know that that's my hunch on what's the money mm -hmm. i just want the monies there's also like uh, a lot of japanese ips are really untapped mm -hmm. that's why like primitive skateboard does a lot of things and then uh, when we were sitting down with like Konami, he was just talking about percentages and royalties and how much units you'd have to move. And if you're not like, you know, a big vendor or have a big following, it's like you, you can't even get your foot in the door. Yeah. And it's like, oh, see you next year kind of thing. <laughs> Try again. Goku. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can do this. Or just rip that shit. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, right. Get the cease and desist and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> and then you print the C and D on a shirt. You're like, ah, yeah. official collab. I'm not endorsing this, but that's what everyone does. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I send them so much like rip stuff. I'm like, I wonder if they got the license, like, oh, yeah. you know, like, well, there's like, like a Mew on a Nike symbol, yeah. and it's like, what the, what the fuck is yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> Targeted ads? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to, like, give that to me. Yeah. I'm not buying that. <laughs> but, um, what are you excited about as far as your life and also these business projects you're building? I'm just excited that, like, things are happening, yeah. to be honest. Um, just, Still in slight shock that it's all kind of went to the, the next level, I guess, of, you know, this process of becoming a business and designer and, and whatever. Like, I'm still trying to define what it really is. But I think it's just been cool to have, like, ideas manifest itself a lot faster versus just thinking about it happening mm -hmm. in years or whatever. Now it happens in, like, a couple weeks or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, so, yeah, I just think, like, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. Obviously trying to focus on the business side of like getting these bigger wholesale clients to kind of pad out my capital so I can do whatever I want on top of it. But I do want to initially, or not initially, I do want to eventually kind of tie it back to like some sort of charity or like some kind of foundation that I can create. Um, an idea I had when I first started the I can do it dot studio was like, cause it's like, I can do it, right? That's more about me, but I wanted to start like a foundation called like you can do it nice. or it's like, I want to fund someone's project if mm. they're like, you know, a, a kid from 
South Central, they don't have money to start a clothing brand. I like hooked them up with the heat press or something, Dude. you know, something like that. Like, like I kind of want to get to that, but I do think like I want my business to be a little bit more established before I start mm-hmm. handing out these projects because I also want to do it well yeah. and I want to scale that too in a way where, you know, it can help me, but it also like has a, a greater good effect to the people that are creatives that can't afford stuff. So. I totally feel you on that. I've been like thinking about that more even like with Dipped because, you know, I had an idea of like us having like a creative fund and like, you know, being able to like maybe every like $500, like, I don't know, we have to get the details, but like 1% of each cell was like, because, you know, people are like 1% of this cell goes to the planet. I want to be able to give it back to people like us too, who are like people. to the people. Yeah. And how do we directly like, you know, just help people out? Like even with like equipment and stuff, like, mm-hmm. like what you said, I, I've been thinking about that a lot too. And I'm just like, how do we, how do you even approach this? And like, you know, there's so many ways to do it, but I, I like to hear that, you know, you're doing the same or thinking the same because I, I do think it matters. And it's yeah, fun. I think we're just at that age now because, you know, I mean, I don't know how old you guys are, but, you know, I'm 33. Yep, so it's like person. I'm we're on the older side of the young 20 vibes, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. longer 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like I think we're starting to look at the the youth as more of like yeah. not just like these annoying children. But, you know, we care more about how they're going to be mm-hmm. brought up in this world because yep. everything's fucked. Everything's expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. you know, when because like, I don't know, I don't think I'm going to have children because like, I don't think my partner wants children, which oh. is fine. So it's like, yeah, no you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, that doesn't mean that I can't help younger people who yeah. wanted to learn how to do whatever the hell I'm doing now, you know, because I was in Hawaii and Hawaii back then was even more like on an island. Mm-hmm. Right now we're, we're all connected and things are closer. It doesn't feel as like behind the times, mm-hmm. but back then like i felt like hawaii was always like five years behind or something you know so message traveled there a lot slower but now it's like you know people from these kind of regions that have less resources less access like i want to help them out by being like yo what if i got you photoshop you know here's like i'll mentor you for two months or something you know to just get you started but it's up to you from that point on how to go so Mm -hmm. i think apparently though is like i mean i know you want to be much more established before you can set up a fund and things but I think you're already doing that in a way by providing information mm-hmm. and kind yeah. of knowledge. That's the easiest way to share mm-hmm. kind of like things. It's like how um, Jay-Z says, is like, I'm trying to give you a million dollars of advice for 9.99, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you're already kind of giving that. I think it just needs to be targeted to the individuals that, you know, are in need of, of like, kind of like knowing and wanting to, to learn that. And, but I think that's like a great start, you know, obviously like, tangible um heat presses and materials and stuff like that or even just like programs mm-hmm. you know they all start with ideas yeah. and i think that's the easiest way to like exchange because data and information so readily available but it's great that you guys are already thinking steps above yeah you know i just think of my past self and i'm like man i wish like it's like i wish i had like a mentor we, we've had to like figure this uh-huh. shit out by ourselves and you know we've kind of had some some help a little bit along the way like yeah. but never really are like real mentors we mm-hmm. figured out a lot of this by ourselves and that's why i think of when i want to like give back i'm just like yeah, yeah like how do i help that little that younger me you yeah. know whoever whoever's out there but yeah it's dope cool very tight um what do you like to do outside of business building and entrepreneur and <laughs> grind outside of the grind uh, is, is there anything there. else no um, i like cycling i'm a pretty avid cyclist um not as much anymore i used to bike like 100 miles a, a week that's crazy yeah. yeah but honestly it's because like the during pan- 
during pandemic, post pandemic, like there's a lot less cars on the road. Oh. And like, honestly, recently people have been pretty like aggressive on the street. Yeah. I don't know what's been going on. Yeah. It's, it's been sketch. It's like, true. yeah. So, but it's I- Human interaction. That mean everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and the heat. And the heat. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, cycling. Like I love cycling because not only is it like a good exercise, like the mental break that I get from cycling because you you can't look at your phone, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you lift weights, a lot of people like, you know, they take breaks on their Instagram and stuff. And like when I'm biking, like I don't give a shit about my phone. I mean, I check it sometimes. I think I Shopify notification. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. 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 Made a sale biking. <laughs> but it makes the noise. <laughs> you know, but, but besides that, like I don't really look at it besides like, you know, my stats and all this one when I'm biking and it's like, one hour is about the sweet spot when my, when like my brain can disconnect from work. Mm-hmm. So I usually bike for like hour and a half or two hours. Nice. Um, and, I, and it usually takes me from uh, Marina to like either Mulholland Drive or like nice. Mandeville Canyon. It's kind of like, you know, all the hills basically have really good climbs. Dang. And climbing like really pushes your heart rate. Mm-hmm. And like it's kind of like this grind where you can't think of anything else. Oh. And I think that's good for me because I'm always thinking about work. I'm sure it's similar for you guys as well. Mm-hmm. I hope, I'm, I hope I'm talking loud enough. I feel like my you voice are, is getting softer yeah. and softer. Good, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just think like the the more I do cycling, even though, yeah, it's, it's, it is tiring. It is a time commitment. Like it helps me to kind of relieve that pressure to get back into the grind. Feeds you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good cycle, I think. Cycling right. is a good cycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any, for like design, do you have any inspo, any people or brands that, kind of had an impact on your flavor preference i guess you could say none (laughs) i think i mean i love palace palace is like i think graphically one of my favorites um i mean supreme if you go down their catalogs from the past like they have really dope stuff um kith is like i think more cut based Mm -hmm. than graphic based but you know you can tell that their stuff's nice too but kind of like those main three i think are my main but honestly i just kind of like go on pinterest or instagram if something looks like something that i like it kind of triggers something in my brain to just open photoshop and get to hacking away yeah Yeah, like i don't i actually don't make as many mood boards as i used to either because i think i don't have time to really sit down and think yeah so it's like if something strikes i'm like fuck it i'm gonna drop everything and just design yeah yeah which has been i don't know it's been a big shift because that's used to not be how i designed before i would be like very organized i'll have a mood board typography section you know all this shit but now i'm just like bug it all right fuck it i know what i want to make already and i just do it it's yeah it's weird but i think it's like you're just getting more in tune with yourself and your interests. yeah i think so it's like it's like music like at first you know i had to use a lot of references but after a while it's like if i have like one chord progression i can make a whole song from it kind of thing so yeah i think the last time we spoke i think i said like music was very close to my heart and it was hard to like monetize it kind of thing yeah. which is still true but with design too like i think i'm kind of starting to feel a little bit more personal about stuff mm-hmm. it's not as like i'm just gonna sell this yeah. so there is definitely a little bit of a disconnect i think within myself trying to allocate like my emotions to the graphics and like the business side of the graphics yeah. because I, I know key saw this the other day but oh, like- i made a like a like a pack of my statue like fragmented series is something that i'm still kind of toying with the idea i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna sell it but you know i make graphics that might not be used on a shirt but if i can sell it to someone for like i don't know three to five hundred bucks like yeah. which is like pretty good deal because i charge way more than that for graphics oh. but it's like it, it gives someone 
an opportunity to use one of my designs, you know, obviously they can't say it's vision or Ken or whatever, but they can do whatever the fuck they want with it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's like licensing, but yeah. now I'm giving them the license. It's smart. Cause then you just create it once and then people will keep coming across it for like years and then money will just drip in. Like I know there's some, um, like sh they make tech packs for shirts for the different brands, like American apparel, blah, blah, blah. So you could do your mockups or whatever on it. And then they just have a website where you could, buy the set way you don't have to have like a crazy studio set up to take it at home you could just get these really well rendered mm -hmm. whatever shirts for those types of blanks mm. and they're just making money they're just up there you know it's just like 75 but you could put, put it at whatever yeah and then it's just like entrepreneur other people are gonna buy it and then i just think the tech pack game that type of product is good Smart, yeah. yeah digital products are great because there's no overhead right and it doesn't take up square footage in your apartment yep. yeah that's the best part. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's something that I'm, I think I'm gonna explore a little bit more as a digital product. Cause like, like when I make logos for people, you know, I have at least like 50 that gets trashed, but they're not bad, yeah, yeah. you know, so I can just sell that. Bundle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah, nice. other things. Flip it. Flip it, flip it. I have one last question and then we can wrap unless you guys have any other things. I was curious, like, how is it your experience being like so front facing on your business? like? You know, how how does how is your comfort with like you know t like talking directly hey to guys. your audience? <laughs> yeah. Like, did, like how was that? Like getting into that, and how do you feel now? Like being so kind of vulnerable in your creative like process and process? yeah. Well, this is like my fourth time I think doing this because the first one was like when I was trying to do music production tutorials. Mm -hmm. So I'll do it on Twitch. I had like this uh, other gig with this streaming channel called Wave. Mm -hmm. um, I was like. I don't know if I was an ambassador or whatever, but I was getting paid to like use it basically. So, you know, obviously if you get paid, you're like, I'll use this every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, I already had the experience of like speaking to the camera gotcha. and all this. So I think a lot of that is just part of the process of me getting here that now when I do it, I don't mind doing it. But if you notice a lot of my videos, I don't really talk in them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of captions yeah. because I consume my uh, content without audio usually because I usually have music playing yeah so I even listen to what's happening so I always read the screen yeah um so that's why like I think captions are really important on your videos because if I don't see captions I usually skip your video yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah if I'm at work same thing I can't like just put on the volume and just scroll on TikTok or Instagram or anything it's yeah like, caption and off <laughs> on and off yeah and just to kind of cap that idea but if like if you are you know worried about putting yourself in front of the camera because like i don't like the way i look when i'm like holding a microphone and talking you know so the way to work around it is like one yeah just do the voiceovers mm -hmm. or two i've been doing this like split screen thing where i have like the end product on one side of the screen and then me talking on the top and then i'll like swap the two so it's kind of like this little transition and it all happens in like two seconds so like visually it's captivating and two, like, you're not forced to watch yourself being talking to yeah. the camera kind of thing. So, nice. yeah. Nice pro tips. What's, um, did you have any, like, final questions you want to run? Um, what advice or uh, words of encouragement would you give to the next kind of either entrepreneur or person trying to pursue whatever it may be? The next gen? <laughs> yeah, the next gen. Yeah, um, I say this a lot, but you got to do stuff because you love to do it, not because you want to make money. Like the money and finances are obviously very important. But if your sole reason is to, like make a business to make money, like in this creative field, it's not going to work. Mm. Like if your goal is to sell, you know, dropship stuff, like sure, maybe in that case, it doesn't matter. But if you're trying to form a business around yourself and your creativity, 
you have to like really love what you do because there's gonna be a lot of downs mm -hmm. before there's any ups mm -hmm. yeah you know and you have to be able to withstand that emotional turmoil of like i'm not good enough this sucks you know and then like some days are good some days are terrible and if you don't like it you're gonna give up yep but if you really care like you're gonna keep on doing it no matter what you know like I think a lot of people think they they have to make their passion a job, but there's no problem with like having a full time and doing your thing on the side, mm -hmm. and, you know, because that way is honestly a lot more manageable because yeah. you don't have that financial pressure. Mm -hmm. You know, you're funding the rent through a job or even like your supplies through your job yeah. versus if you don't sell X amount, now you're stuck with Y inventory and you also have to pay for more things to, you know, to yeah. the business. Yeah. Day, yeah. You know? Yeah, so I think, like, there's nothing wrong with having a job. Like, it's just that your job has to be something that you can manage without it exhausting you. Mm -hmm. And two, it'll be good if it's at least in a similar field so that you're kind of having parallel experiences that are growing together versus, like, if it's something totally random, yeah. like, if you want it that way because it's so different that it gives you a little bit of a break between the two activities, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think if it's in conjunction with what you're already doing, then it can only help you in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. Just do it because you love it. Wonderful. Very dope. Well, it's been an incredible time talking with you, Kenji. It's been uh, an incredible time talking to you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming back on and joining us for another episode of the Dip Podcast. And thank you all for watching. We'll catch you crazy kids next time. Woo! Are you in there?